What is cooking, everyone? This is scriptwriter Steve, your host of the podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is January 29th, 2021, and I have a show for you today. Um, well, it's a kind of a scripted show. Usually I don't like to do these, but I had to get my, my thoughts in order, you know, instead of just shooting from the hip like how I usually do. Uh, but boy, day nine, I guess we're going into day 10 of uh, President Joe's uh, leadership, it's not a good thing at all. I'm seeing free speech being muzzled. I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing the free market not be the free market. And I'm also seeing, um, you know, uh, I guess a president who doesn't respond to very common sense questions. Uh, I have no positive news to share with you about that. I wish I could spin it in a positive way. Like I said before, I really hope that President Biden did actually, you know, some good for America. I don't see that right now. I see us losing a lot of jobs. I see us not become. I see us not becoming energy, I guess, um, independent anymore. I think we will become energy dependent, and there's no way to fix that unless you know President Trump becomes president again in 2024. But then, will the country be too far down the road? I'm really not sure. And, um, you know, I, I really don't know if he'll actually get elected because if the, if the Democrats get their way, they will rig all of this election. They will just rig it from top to bottom. And um, the media and a lot of, um, I guess I would have to use the word sheeple, will just stand by and do nothing. And part of those sheeple are Republicans. You know, Republicans who are too weak and too cowardly to stand up to, to evil. And when I say evil... It is clear that the Democrat Party, specifically the ones that, that are in power, and a handful of Republicans, are very evil. And they're so evil they don't even see it. Now, I'm not no conspiracy nut. In fact, if you talk to any Republican out there who is who believes in conspiracies, they probably will say, you know, we don't like Steve because he doesn't follow our groupthink. And I have to tell you, there are a lot of Republicans who um, believe in a lot of things that I just disagree with. Um, I don't believe that, that uh, you know, <laughs> Joe Biden is a clone. Yeah, they're signing ex executive orders over there in a movie studio over there in Castle Rock. Uh, that's a bunch of baloney. Um, he's actually in office, people, and he's actually doing a horrible job. Those executive orders are real, and they're that bad. This is not a charade. Don't let your mind go there. We're in serious kimchi right now, serious doo-doo. And... Uh, if you let your mind go there and think that, oh, this is all fake. This is all an actor playing, you know, Joe Biden. No. <laughs> now, Joe Biden will probably be better as an actor because he can't even play himself right now. But uh, I have something to, I, I want to talk to you about. I just want to talk about uh, what has been going on in the past few days with GameStop and a lot of other things. And I think it can tie it down to all one, uh, I guess, title here, or narrative, lying. This Democrat Party, Joe Biden, they are nothing but liars. And they're not even skilled liars. They're not that great. They don't tell fiction really well. It's just that the media and you know the people on the left, their followers, are just blind followers. They just believe them. Whatever comes out of their mouth, they would just believe it, hook, line, and sinker. Um, if it's an immoral judgment, they'll believe it, and they'll think it's moral. 
and uh, it's really hard to it's really hard to have a conversation or get to you know to talk to a person when they're like that. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna cut to commercials, and right after that, I'll get straight into this. All right. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, elopings, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S, that's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome beautiful touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. Okay, let's get straight into this. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> if you can tell from the sound of my voice, I, this is not a very happy Scriptwriter Steve, this is a very angry, I would say angry, maybe concerned, uh, just like a, a person who has barbecued their brain and their blood is boiling, like I keep saying, and it's not getting better. Every day was like Christmas under Trump. We saw everything. He, I mean, he would, I remember when President Trump, you know, these, these, these basketball players went, went over there to China, I think it was China. And uh, they ended up stealing things from, from there, and they ended up going to jail. Well, what did President do? He came to bat for these basketball players. I think it was in China or maybe some other country, maybe. But, um, you know, and they were even fans of his. In fact, they didn't even thank him when he, he got them out of jail. But this, what, this is what President Trump was. You know, he was there for, you know, the small guy, even for the guy who didn't like him. And I remember when Ford, or I think it was Ford or another company, say they were saying that they were going to close down their plant and move their plant over down to Mexico. And President Trump got them on the phone and says, hey, you better not, right? And he got them on the phone and saved those jobs. Even if there were like a few hundred jobs, he saved those jobs for that small town because it would have devastated them completely. He was out there. He saw something on news. He said, I gotta, I'm putting my foot down. We're not seeing that with Joe. We're seeing a politician out there for himself, and he's not even addressing the important things that have come to fruition within, within the last few weeks, not fast few weeks, last few days, I'm sorry, which is GameStop, right? And let's talk about what's happening over there in GameStop right now. It's horrible. You know, every day, I think, this is something I would have never seen before. But apparently, every new day is is like a new, it's like Pandora's box was open with Joe, when Joe Biden became president. And all of these like sins have just been coming out of there, just, just like idiot moves left and right. And now we have to try to capture them and put it all, all of them back into the box. But here's what happened. You know, 
Um, there's a forum called Reddit over there. Uh, a lot of them, <laughs> from their logo, it looks like they're basically pro-Trumpers. And um, they got a hold of that, that these institutional holders, right? There's, there's two types of people who own stock, basically. There's retail people like me and you, who are basically nobodies. We're like the common day people who just buy shares. And then there are the institutional holders. And these are people, huge mutual fund holders who have huge buying powers. And when they buy stocks, they can move things in one position or another. And then there are what they call hedge funds. Now, hedge funds, you really can't, even if, unless you're rich enough, then you can get your money into a hedge fund. You know, they won't talk to you unless you have a lot of money. That's number one. And secondly, what they like to do is they like to hedge their bets. That's why they're called hedge funds. So they'll either hedge on, on um, a, a stock going up or a company, company doing well, or they'll hedge their bets on a company doing poor, very poorly. Now, it's a lot easier to make money on a stock that's crashing, and it's a lot easier to actually, you know, when a company is basically on its last legs or very or treading water it's very easy to hedge bets against them to for, to make these companies the, the, to drive their price of their stock down and they do this through you know put options and call options and i don't want to get too much into that because it gets very uh it gets very complicated and um i probably can't explain it that well unless i have visuals in front of me and you'll just get confused but that's kind of the methodology that they use, like call options and put options. And they'll hedge their bets. And when the stock goes down, they, ended up, they end up winning. Now, and a lot of times they'll go on to CNBC or all of, or all of these uh, uh, stock talk shows and they'll talk the stock down. They'll say, I don't like GameStop because A, B, and C and everything like that. And of course, they have the right to do that. It's, we, we, we live in a free country. But they are doing this because they're gaming the system. And when that stock goes down just a few points or even 10 points or something like that, they make billions. Now, what happens if they bet that a stock goes down and it goes up? Well, all of a sudden, they lose billions. So what, what happened was that Reddit found out that, I guess, somehow there was a leaked information out there, or no, I think it was public information, that these institutions, very big institutions, were hedging their bets that GameStop was basically going to, you know, go down. And they were hedging their bets to a point where it would affect the, the price of the stock. And, um, what, and on top of that, the, the amount of bets that they were pl placing, they were, I guess, these contracts that they had put out, these, these call and put contracts, totaled up to 140% of more than what the um, GameStop floating stock shares were available. So there were actually more shares you know, that they could play with on put calls, puts and calls, options, option contracts, than actual shares that GameStop had. That seemed horrible. I'm not sure why you can do that, but that's what it was. So they thought, well, if we can actually manipulate the stock in a way and make it rise, you know, you know, to the stratosphere, then these big companies are going to go out of business because they can't cover their hedge, their, I guess their bets, Right. And that's what they did. So a lot of these people, they said, we're going to buy this stock and we're just going to keep buying shares of it until it reaches 1,000. And if they hold on long enough, these, these hedge funds will go broke because now they have to cover their call options and their put options. And um, they, have to call, you know, they have billions of dollars on the line and uh, these options will get exercised. And all of a sudden, they're at, 
they're uh, they're in very big, 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 big trouble. Let's just say that. And uh, what happened was this stock went from four dollars and went to three hundred dollars. And the reason why I did that is because the people who bought the stock didn't sell. Now, if you have no sellers and you have way more buyers, the stock is only going to go up. And the volume was very high, and it only only went up. Of course, now all of a sudden the hedge fund people who don't own any stock, by the way, they're just they own contracts. That's what an option contract is. It's just, it's just a contract, and they're betting that the stock will go down. Now, all of a sudden, they own these contracts that, that are basically null and void, in a way, and that are, that are not worth anything. And now, all of their billions of dollars, they can't cover that. And they borrow on margin, like how you borrow a stock on margin. They borrow on a big, big margin. We're talking like about, you know, we can borrow on a, you know, a one-to-one -one ratio, they, they can borrow on a one-to-fifty ratio, one-to-ten ratio, and they borrow billions and billions and billions of dollars. So with the stock heading up to 300, they were in big trouble. So what happened was that Robinhood and all of these other companies decided that we're just going to halt trading. Now, this wasn't a, a decision that was brought down by the SEC or anyone like that. These were private companies that say, we're going to stop, we're going to stop the, the, um, uh, people from um, having the ability, ability to buy, to purchase more sh shares of GameStop, of, of GameStop. That's horrible. Now, you could sell it. So you could actually sell it to make the price go down, but not buy it to make the price go up. That is textbook market manipulation, and someone needs to go to jail. So where's the free market in all of this? And why did they do this? They did this so a lot of the hedge funds could get out of their positions. Now... They did this. Now, Robinhood did this. And all of a sudden, the stock went down and lost half of its value. Now, we're not sure how exactly that happened. Maybe some people took the profits off the table. But that's fine if they did. But then the next day, the Robinhood said, well, we'll resume it, you know, very slightly. But you can buy maybe a few shares. You can't buy more than 10 or something like that. And all of a sudden, the stock shot back up to 340. And then Robinhood started, say, started putting limitations on it again. Again. Now, this is the whole free market thing, right? Now, this is the small guy sticking it to the huge hedge funds. And here's the thing. The, a lot of these stock, these people who bought shares, and I was very tempted to buy the share too, to join in, in on this movement. If they hold on to it and don't sell it, the share of, of GameStop will stay at this price. It'll stay at this astronomical price. And it may even hit 1000 This is incredible. I've never seen a stock ever do this. And um, if they hold, if they continue to hold for maybe a week or two, these hedge funds, these people who had everything, will go completely bankrupt. And there will be billions of dollars in the hole. These big companies, these big hedge funds that control, literally control price swings in a stock. And this is why sometimes it doesn't make any sense. Like say, you know, for example, Apple. Apple today, you know, Apple had just incredible earnings, huge, huge earnings, and they beat every expectations. The future looks bright for Apple, but all of a sudden their shares, like it took a nosedive. And that's because the institution, they're dumping shares. They're taking profits off the table, pushing, pushing the, the, um, the, the price of the stock down, and now they're going to be buying it back. So you as the regular, you know, Joe shareholder like me, right, you're thinking, whoa, I just lost like, you know, 
a lot of money off of this thing. And then versus, you know, these, these guys are manipulating with all their big, big money. And again, they're also hedging their bets. So they're making, the, they're making money as the stock price goes down. And so they can share, they can manipulate the price with selling shares and then hedging their bets. It's completely, it's completely corrupt. If you ever watched The Wolf of Wall Street, um, that shows the corruption there. But this is actually even worse than that. You know, uh, the, the Wolf of Wall Street, what he, what he did shouldn't even be considered a crime to what's being done today. Now, here's the thing. Where is President Joe Biden on this? He is quiet. The little Joe, us, we're getting our butt kicked right here. Our freedom, our free market freedom, our, to purchase and sell a public stock. That's our right of an, as an American. In fact, in communist countries, you have the right to do that, right? But here in America, especially, that's what we call the free market. Well, apparently, it's not too free, right? And where's Big Joe? Where's the big guy for us? We're, so we're Little Joe. A big Joe is quiet. <laughs> Where is he? No leadership whatsoever because you know what? He loves it. Because Little Joe, us, right? I we should I should come up with a better name than Little Joe, but you know what I mean. He knows that most of us are Trump supporters, and he knows that the majority of America voted for Trump. Because I'll get into that later on. I won't get into that now. But again, it's all a freaking lie. So let's get straight into this lying, right? Lie, 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 lie. I hate it that the media accused President Trump of lying all the time. They had this list, right? 200, 500 lies, you know. And here's the thing. <laughs> why did they act, first of all, why did they act surprised that a politician would lie? You know, we're lied to, historically, politicians lie. We all know that, right? Now, Trump isn't your typical politician. And, but why don't we just look at the past? Obama lied about Benghazi. Why don't about that, right? He said that, right? He, he completely lied about Benghazi. He said it was a YouTuber. They set up a YouTuber. They said it was, oh, just people out on a walk and everything. And they saw the YouTube video and then he got really pissed off. I guess people walk with bazookas. No, that was a coordinated Al-Qaeda attack on an embassy that they weren't prepared for. And they let our guys die. They let our guys die. And they didn't want to say it was Al-Qaeda because President Obama was actually running for, pre running for re-election, and he said that they had him on the ropes. I remember that year, every single time President Obama said something, he had, his foot would be back in his mouth because something, would, would be, uh, something happened that was directly opposite of what he was saying, which was the truth. You know, he was saying lies, and the truth would basically make him put his foot in his mouth. So he lied about Ob Obamacare. You could keep your doctor. No, you couldn't. Let's go before him. George W. Bush. Junior, right? George W. Bush, right? He said there were WMDs in Iraq. Well, there were none. I believed him. You know, I, book, I bought that hook, line, and sinker. I said, you know what? I even supported going into, going into Iraq. And now, now I find out that it, that was like a really bad idea. It destabilized the whole Middle East. You know, Saddam Hussein was a bad guy, but he kept all the other bad guys in check, right? George Bush Sr., his father, said, read my lips, no new taxes. And then what did he do? He created new taxes. Now, I don't even have to talk about Bill Clinton because he lied under oath about Monica Lewinsky, right? And then we had to, we had to redefine what the word is, 
was, right? And that's how he got off. That's the Clintons for you. But we go back to President Trump and his quote-unquote lies were metaphors, analogies, figures of speech that are not meant to be taken literally. And here's the biggest lie. While they were accusing, while the media and the Democrats were accusing President Trump of lying, they were pushing a fake narrative of Russian collusion for three years, four years, spent millions of dollars prosecuting innocent men on process crimes, you know, over this fake narrative that, again, Trump colluded with the Russians to steal the election for Hillary Clinton. They did this for three to four years, right? In fact, they're still doing it today. They're still saying that, oh, Trump stole that election from Hillary Clinton. And they're complaining about us, the deplorables, saying that, hey, we don't think this election was, you know, up and up. And we have all this evidence. They said that with no evidence. They said that with made-up evidence from Russia. They went to Russia to get their fake evidence. And we have all these people who signed all these affidavits. And apparently that is not evidence? Really? Give me a break. Now, of course, the Democrats, they're lying so much that they can't tell for themselves what's a lie or not, right? You know, there's the thin line between lie and truth for the Democrats. There is no line because it's a both for them. You know, it's really the both. They've been lying so much to themselves. The progressive left has pushed so many lies. Black lives matter. I hate this. I like the slogan, black lives matter. I believe that black lives matter. I believe Chinese lives matter. I believe American lives matter. In fact, I believe every single person on this earth, including those who are the worst of sinners, their lives matter. And as a Christian, you believe that. And that's why you're always trying to spread the word of Jesus Christ to them so they can be saved. We all believe that all lives matter. But when you say Black Lives Matter, it pertains to an organization called Black Lives Matter. And that organization, what they want to accomplish, defunding the police, reparations, you know, pushing this narrative of white supremacy, systemic racism, all of those things are false. Every single one of them. And that's why they had to make up every single case, almost every single case, at least the case that I reviewed, were not told with 100% authenticity. And if you can't tell a story, now, I'm sure some of you out there are saying, shaking your head, you support Black Lives Matter. But I challenge you, do your research into every single story that Black Lives Matter says this is an example of white supremacy. This is an example of, of systemic racism and police brutality. Now, there are some which I believe the police went overboard. I know, I know there was one, one incident where there was a guy who was selling, I think he was selling cigarettes or something outside of a convenience store. He wasn't doing anything and the cops went down there and they took him down to the ground and, they, and, and he had a bad heart and everything and then they took him down and he ended up dying. That right there, I didn't think they had to do that. I think that is legitimate police brutality and the, and the cops there should be prosecuted for, go, for just mishandling that completely. And cops do, do stupid things. They're regular people. Now, most of the time they do the right things, but when they do stupid things, they have to be held responsible for it, right? So even then, when I say, are cops perfect? Hell no. No one's perfect. But is there a systemic problem in there that they're targeting these people because they're black? No, not whatsoever. Are there racists who are cops? 
Oh, yeah, I bet there's one or two or, or maybe even, even more than that. But to have to say, as a cop, as part of their training, there is a system, a systemic problem of white race, of black racism inside there, or white supremacy in there? Absolutely not. And the problem is that, unfortunately, a lot of blacks join up in gangs and, you know, take undertake a, a life of crime and they get stopped by cops, they get into gunfights, and they get shot and killed. And But here's the thing, black lives matter. They only care about black lives who were shot by cops. There are so many more black lives that are shot in gang violence out there. There are so many, if you really care about black lives, black lives matter should take the billions of dollars that they've raised after George Floyd and use it to build up these these communities, these ghettos, literally ghettos, right? To to give help to like um um I guess young black women, uh, their families, their kids who don't have a father, you know, to to create like forms of forms of apprenticeships. So these young kids don't join a gang; they join up with a business where a father figure can raise them and teach them how to be an entrepreneur, or maybe get them involved with more sports or so forth and whatsoever. But they're not doing any of that. What are they spending the billions of dollars on? No, they're spending on them jetpacking around the place, telling about how much blacks are victims and why you need reparations if you're black and that the system is game for you and you're a victim. That's what they're doing with the billions of dollars. They're not do- using any of it to help black lives. None. So when all those black kids, those black babies get shot by drive-bys, where's that money? The billions of dollars can go to help pay for the funeral services. No. Did you hear Black Lives Matter help pay for a funeral service? No. You hear LeBron James help pay for a funeral service of a a black baby who got shot? No. Only the ones that are publicized by Black Lives Matter. And when these are publicized so forth, we want to make sure that these black men are actually victims. Anyway, I got off on a tangent. I really did. (laughs) But again, it's the truth. You won't tell... You know, to me, I think when you tell the truth... And you have to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, like how they do in court. That's what they need to do. But the Democrats have been lying so much. They don't do that. They always tell the truth out of context, right? So as a writer, you always say, even when I lie, I, I, I tell the truth. And that's what they're doing. They're lying while telling the truth. And this is why they actually fear debate. They fear conversation. You know, and they want it ended. Because if you talk about the details, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, right? We're not talking about conspiracy theories back and forth and all that. We're talking just about the whole truth. Their narrative just falls apart. You know, why don't we just go through this? Simple things. Now, what's the difference between a man and a woman? To them, there's nothing, apparently. Nothing, absolutely nothing. You know, there is. There is. Hormonal, it's not a feeling. Gender is not a feeling. That's the progressive thing, the metaphoric thinkers, some personalities saying, oh, there's no difference. No. Men cannot give birth. Men do not have periods. Men do not have ovaries. You know, you inject a man with estrogen, it becomes very cancerous. That's why if you're going, if you're uh, going through a transition into a woman, you have to take prednisone so you won't get cancer from estrogen. Your body, a male body is not made to handle that much estrogen to switch them into a female. It's not supposed to happen. Not at all. That's very dangerous. And here we are doing it to kids. And all of a sudden, you know, we know that men and women are built differently physically and emotionally. You know, women, you know, are very much more emotional than men. And men are very much more physical. 
And here we are allowing President Joe Biden, he basically took women's sports and and wiped away the women's movement with a stroke of a pen. Now, if you're a male and you want to identify as a female, like how if I can do that tomorrow, I could do it tomorrow. I can go ahead and compete in a women's you know, um, weightlifting contest and blow away the whole, co- the whole competition there. These women who've been training their entire life, even at my worst, I can still lift more than them because I'm a man. It's true. You know, women just are not built as strong as men. We know that. Now, of course, to the transgender community, if you're transgender, I really honestly don't care if you're not, if you're, you know, non-binary or whatever like that you want to consider. So I really don't care. I think you have the full right to, you know, identi- to identify, if you want to identify as anything, I don't really don't care. You know, you have that right. But there has to be a line between man and a woman. There really, really does. And we have to say, I'm sorry. A transgender female is not the same as female. A transgender male is not the same as male. It just has to be that way. There's, there has to be a line in the sand for certain things, especially when it comes to women's sports, especially when it comes to, to children's health. I don't think it's right that we actually give hormone blockers to little children. And we, give, we pump a young, a young girl full of, get this, okay? When I was younger, I wanted to play in the NFL. I, I love football. But I'm Chinese, you know, I'm, I'm a big Chinese, I'm six foot tall, 200, 200, right now I'm 230, I'm a big guy, I wear my fat pretty well, by the way, I, I, people think I'm, I look pretty buff, but that's kind of like, you know, sculpted fat, <laughs> so, but, um, but uh, you know, I'll, I'll lose that COVID weight and I'll look really nice after, but, uh, you know, I wanted to play in the NFL, but I didn't have the genetics, so what if I told my doctor, well, I want to identify as an NFL player, so could you please prescribe me some HGH, some human, human growth hormone, some, some um, testosterone and some steroids, you know, maybe some Anavar and all some good, good, good old steroids, you know, so that can make me really, really big. And so I can get scouted by, you know, the, the college players. I want to be taller. I want to be six foot five. I want to be about, you know, 280 pounds so I can be, so I can be a lineman or something like that, right? Or a good linebacker. Well, you can't do that. Well, I want to identify as an NFL player. Even today, if I could do that, I can't, I can't do that. But a transgender female can go to the doctor and says, I want to, I want to get, I want to be a male. And she can get pumped full of steroids, pumped full of testosterone, even pumped full of HGH. Some doctors will prescribe HGH to her. So she'll get a big jaw. She'll start growing there. She'll start growing chest hair, you know. You know, she'll, she'll go all through all these things. And by the way, her body, which handles estrogen naturally, right? When they put testosterone into there, that also becomes cancerous. So now you're giving this child the, you know, again, <laughs> the, 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 the odds of, of her getting cancer becomes very high. So now she has to put herself on prednisone. <laughs> so a young girl, again, can get pumped full of steroids. But if you want to identify as an NFL player, you can't get it. You know, there's, oh, because that's unethical. That is completely unethical, you know. <laughs> and lo and behold, if you, if, you're, uh, if you compete in sports and you use steroids for performance-enhancing, uh, I, guess, uh, uh, I guess, scenarios, like Lance Armstrong, right, PEDs, right, performance-enhancing drugs, that's like auto, you know, that's unforgivable. But if you're a woman and want to turn into a man, go ahead and knock yourself out. Take every single drug out there.
That doesn't seem fair. And doesn't seem right. It's not right. And that's what I think is wrong with that. You know, and, and here's the thing. The Democrats won't tell you the full truth. I'm telling you the full truth of this, right? And this, this is what really upsets me. Why can't you have these, these tough conversations with people? And I've, I've had these very tough conversations where you tell the full truth and nothing but the truth, right? To liberals, they don't want to hear it. And to the liberals who I do tell the whole truth, they start changing their opinion. I'll just walk, work down the list here of what, again, Joe Biden had said, right? Again, with a stroke of a pen, the women's movement, female sports, and all that thing got wiped out, completely wiped out. President Biden, during his campaign trail, he, would, he looked into union workers' eyes working on the Keystone XL pipeline, and he told him he wouldn't cancel it. And guess what? That's the first thing he did. But apparently the media is saying, oh, he wasn't lying. And on top of that, they also said that you know, Joe Biden's administration said that, oh, yeah, you know, these people who lost jobs can, can just get new solar power, new jobs in the solar power like industry. Joe Biden said that, oh, you know, when the, when the industry came back, when, the, when a lot of the, um, the, the economy came roaring back, what Trump them hid was that most of those jobs were in the solar industry. That is a bunch of baloney. Every single job, manufacturing job, small business, I don't care what you were, every single job came back. Every single thing. Bunch of liars. Now, and here's the other thing too. You know, Joe Biden had lied on the campaign trail that President Trump had no plan to, to combat COVID. No plan? <laughs> he had hospital, he had hospital boats. Remember that? They went over to San Francisco and California and then over to New York. He made the, the ventilators and everything like that and all those things. He made sure that you know, the, um, the vaccines, our Operation Warp Speed. The reason why we have vaccines now, right, by the way, is because of Operation Warp Speed, something he did, not Joe Biden. Even though Joe Biden and Kamala Harris like to take credit for it, they really do. I've seen that clip. It's horrible. Again, they're lying. They said under our, our administration, we created a vaccine. No, you didn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. But again, that's not lying to them. Remember that they said that the, the, um, the vaccine wouldn't be, come out by the end of the year or even a year and a half later. That's how, they said that's how far the vaccine was. And all of a sudden, sudden the vaccine comes out and they said, oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, we did that. Hmm. And here's the thing, too. He said that President Trump had no plan. And Biden stands in front of America and says, there's nothing we can do to curb the spread of the virus. Nothing. So your plan, you, you have a plan, Joe Biden, and your plan is to do nothing. Well, he's wrong. In the next two months, we're going to see some, see, we're going to see positive changes, by the way, because the vaccine, the vaccine is being distributed faster than the virus can spread. It's just amazing right now. And I would tell you what, the Moderna vaccine, if you only have one dose of it, you, you have an 80% immunity right now. So you have a 20% chance of actually getting COVID. It's probably even less than that because getting COVID is a lot more difficult than people think it is. And then on top of that, if you take the second shot, you have a 95%, you have a 95% um, immunity rate, which is really big. Which, that's basically 100%. So even at, one, even at one dose of the Moderna vaccine, you do really well. The Pfizer one, I think it's 60 and then 95. But anyway... In a couple months, we're seeing about March or March or so, we'll see a really big difference in picture. Plus, plus the the way they're actually diagnosing 
<laughs> diagnosing, I guess, positive, positive tests is much different now. And by the way, during when President Trump was in office, we, keep, we kept talking about herd immunity. All of a sudden, the Democrats are talking about herd immunity. They kept saying herd immunity was a false narrative. They lied to you. The media lied to you. And lo and behold, it's real. Now, that's, now it's they're, they're preaching herd immunity. Well, I don't know. I don't know, people. So right now, Joe Biden and company, they're coming hard after us for free speech with the aid of big tech under the guise of what they call a new existential threat, which is us, because apparently we're white supremacists, a.k.a. known as Trump supporters. And again, they must do all of this before all hell breaks loose. And that's why they have tens of thousands of troops around D.C., because it's very clear that they're under attack. It's so clear, right, that they're, more, that they're, they're under war. There's so many troops there in D.C. We don't usually, usually deploy that many into, into war, you know, right now. Right now, over in, a, in war zones, quote-unquote war zones, right, over there in the Middle East, we don't have this many troops in one area. Isn't that amazing? That's how much they think, you know, Trump supporters are. And here's the thing. Here's how bad that lie is, okay? Most Trump supporters, I would say, are right, us right-wingers that love our guns and religion, they didn't bring one gun to an insurrection. You know, if this event was created to overthrow a government, actually created, say, we're going to go in there and we're going to, like, hold these guys captive, we're going to do there, you would think someone would bring at least a gun. Or how about a knife? No one even brought a knife. You know, these domestic terrorists, you know, they dressed up as though they were going to a Comic-Con, you know, wearing horns and, you know, wearing, wearing Trump flags like Superman. Those are, your, those are your terrorists. Now, I would love it if ISIS and Al-Qaeda and every single domestic terrorist, you know, how about those domestic terrorists, those two kids, right, who, who bombed the Boston Marathon kids? Or how about that other domestic terrorist who shot in the, who, who, who sprayed the crowd of country singers over there in Las Vegas, right? Those are domestic terrorists right there. Or the domestic terrorists that the two Muslims, Muslims over there in California who, who killed their co-workers and then went on a shooting spree. Those are terrorists. Those are domestic terrorists. I wish they would just dress up like in with horns and, and to just walk around with a, with a Trump cape on. I'll take that. Right? And John Brennan is, has audacity to say these rioters at the Capitol are just like those other ones. Is he blind? Am I blind? Where's the guns? Where's the bullets flying? You know? I mean, if they were real domestic terrorists, there would be guns flying. You know? And, and I tell you what, if Trump supporters actually showed up on Capitol Hill with their guns to overtake that Capitol and they brought their guns, there'd be 75 million of them there if that, if that was going to happen. And they stand no chance. It'll be a bloody mess. It'll be a bloody mess. But they don't, op- they don't operate like that. You know, none whatsoever. So John Brennan, he could go straight to hell with his lies. Right? And even Joe Biden, who said, oh, remember he said Antifa? It was just an idea. You know? Remember he said that it was just an idea and not responsible for the riots that actually caused the cities to burn to the ground? Right? And Biden won't even still go there because he can't piss off those block of voters. But what can I say? Now, here's what happened this week, too. You probably don't know about this because um, you're not watching Fox, but uh, I recently 
turn Fox back on. And uh, I have to say, if you're not watching Tucker Carlson right now, you're really missing out because he's really, he's really hitting the nail on the head. Uh, I know he pissed us off. I got a little, little, little triggered there. And I said, you know what? Screw Fox News. I am out of here. I started watching to I started watching Newsmax and OAN. I really, I really like Greg Kelly on Newsmax. You know, I really like um, OAN too. Kind of, kind of sad that Liz Wheeler like left OAN. Though. I wish she would have stayed. But anyway, um, uh, Tucker Carlson he talked about this guy called Doug Mackey. So who is Doug Mackey? He's a nobody. But the FBI went after him, and now. He's facing 10 years for poking fun um, of Clinton with memes, internet memes. He's actually being arrested for putting internet memes. This is back in 2016, you know? Yeah, this, really? I mean, I I think it's, and he's also, he may be, you know, an anti-Semite, because I think I saw two of his memes that are kind of, they they kind of imply anti-Semitism. But you're allowed to be an anti-Semite in America. You know, you're allowed to be, you know, a pedophile in America, apparently, because NAMBLA can exist. NAMBLA, the North American Man Love a Boy Association, has a 501c3 status. You know, like, can you imagine that? North American Man Love Boy Association is a 501c3, all right? And so if they can have the right to be, to organize, you know, um, you know, meetings on pedophilia, right? Then this guy should be allowed to be an anti-Semite who doesn't act on his his hate and just post memes on the internet. They're saying he affected 4,900 votes. How how the hell do you do that with memes? Who the hell takes memes seriously? I mean, if you're a if you're a person who like says, "Wow, oh, you know, I saw that meme and I'm just gonna just change my vote," really, you're that stupid. Especially the memes that he posted. So it's been 10 days since Biden took office. And America, I swear, it's not getting recognizable. Free speech is being muzzled. It's even being prosecuted in this case, right? But where do we go for free speech right now? You say the wrong thing on YouTube YouTube or anything like that, uh, Facebook, any type of social media, Instagram, you get banned. You get your account taken away. right? If, you, if I'm talking to you about this right now and telling the full truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, that's it. You're out of here. We don't want that type of free speech on Facebook. How dare you do that? And I heard they may be actually coming for podcasts like mine. A well, good thing I labeled it Barbecue 2 Movies, right? They may not think about it because, you know, I don't have that big of a following, but maybe one day I do and they come after me. What do you know? The free market apparently is no longer free. We saw that with GameStop. And racism, it's very much alive. But it's not racism in the, in the form that we've seen it before. It's not racism against blacks. I don't know one person, I don't know how anyone in this world, if, I feel sorry for you if you actually hate black people right now. Because if you do, that means you hate most of the music out there. You, may, you hate a lot of movies out there. You hate Will Smith. You hate the NFL. You hate almost all sports out there. You hate Michael Jordan. You know, you, you hate football. You hate Patrick Mahomes. You know, really? How can you be a white supremacist? I mean, I guess there are some who exist out here, but how in the world can can you actually hate black people in America right now? It's almost impossible. You know, they 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 have their hands in almost every every single thing that entertains us, and they do it very well. <laughs> like, but it, racism does exist, 
and apparent, and it's not in the form of what we think. It's a prejudice, right? It's a prejudice is literally meaning prejudge. And apparently, if you are a Trump supporter like me, we are prejudged as a conspiracy nut, and we're also a white supremacist, and we should also not be allowed to make any type of living in America. There is a lady, a literary, a literary agent. Now, these agents, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad and all that. They're just pimps. They pimp out your work, right? And they're all, they may, they may be good and some may be bad. But she got fired from her job because she had a parlor account. That's it. It's not because of anything she posted because she just signed up for an account on parlor. What in the hell? So apparently because she may be, may be a Trump supporter. We're not, we're not even sure. She's not a whole, she's not allowed to be a literary agent in this company. Now, that should be a lawsuit of some sort, right? But apparently, you know, lawyers don't want to touch that. They they don't want to even help her. Maybe hopefully Lynn Wood, you know, will help her. Sidney Powell would help her. But I don't know. By the way, just to set the full record straight, by the way, if you are a liberal listening to this, it was a Democrat party that started the KKK. It's a Democrat party that were the slaveholders of the South. And this is a fact that the 1619 Project leaves out. They're not telling you the whole truth. Hmm. Now, and here's the other thing I, I realized too. I'm going to end on this. Justice is not fair. I know we all, we're all saying, you know, yeah, we knew that, but it's really, really not fair. Um, apparently, justice is not, it's not blind, but blinded by nepotism. So if you know the right people who hold the right, if you know the right people and you hold the right political view, you basically can get your way. You know, in America, we can sue if the coffee is too hot. You know, there was a suit over McDonald's a long time ago. The guy, you know, spilled coffee on him and he got burnt, a little burnt, million bucks to him. How you like that? Only in America can you sue for anything. But you can't sue to verify any, any election. You know? You can't even sue to get, the, to get the evidence looked at. Because that's what, again, we go to court for. We have all this evidence. I don't know if it, which one is real or not. But why can't we... Why can't that evidence be cross-examined in court? And if they find out that all of it is all a bunch of BS, then all of it's a bunch of BS. What are you scared of? Why are you scared of a debate? Even the Trump-appointed judges were scared of the debate, and they were dismissed on basically process, on on, on all on process crap. Just under the process. So, let's forget this. The FBI lawyer who lied to the FISA court, he falsified documents. So the FBI and, you know, everyone could spy on the, on the Trump campaign. He was let off on probation. He had falsified documents so they could get, <laughs> so they could tap wire, uh, so they could tap and spy, tap phones and spy on the Trump campaign. <laughs> Nothing. While Doug Mackey, he faces 10 years for creating memes. See, see the nepotism? Now, let's get into this, too, about Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden and his laptop from hell. You know, the laptop that basically tells the whole story of, like, Joe Biden and his corruption, his ties to China. Even Kamala Harris is, by the way, um, in, inside there. 
So she may even have ties to China. Who knows? But um, get this. So Hunter Biden, he's under investigation. So he hires a partner from this firm. Okay, we, we just call it um, Firm A. Okay. Now, guess who's in charge of the prosecuting office? Well, the partner in Firm A, who is the partner of Hunter Biden's lawyer, is now in charge of the prosecuting office in the, of the D, DOJ. And he's handling the Hunter Biden case. Joe Biden put him in power. So Joe Biden, again, is once again looking out for his son. Like, I guess all fathers would, right? Again, what happened over there in, uh, in Ukraine, where he, he got that lawyer fired? With this one, he got a lawyer hired who works in the same firm, actually is a partner of the same firm that's actually, actually defending Hunter Biden. How is that? That is corrupt. And we're only 10 days into this. <laughs> Think about that. 